episode 209 red notice from 2021 i'm joey lewandowski i'm joe too and you will understand that actually episode 209 i think if i left it in on the next episode on the tune-up relap recap we're not going to go into it but it's 209 there is no 210 even though the next episode will be 211 so it's fine don't worry about it we're here i think other than a proper fast and furious movie i think this is the newest movie we've ever done for the podcast does you that make mean, sense? No. You like, mean because it's been out for time, like a day. Well, turnaround time between like when it's available and when we're covering it. Also, yes, newest because it is the newest movie that we've covered because yeah, it's I was the like, newest that's release. pretty obvious that it's but the newest movie. Shortest Damn. turnaround time, I think, right? right? Uh, yeah, it should be pretty good. I mean, usually like – well, I think Hobbs and Shaw and uh, F9 yeah, – I mean, I'm saying other other than uh, yeah. like a, a proper Fast and Furious. I think – yeah, I think – think so that makes sense we did what was the other one we did oh ford v ferrari but i don't think we did it this quickly no definitely not anyway we are here because this is a movie now on netflix starring the rock and gal gadot and ryan reynolds three fast and furious family members yes so now we had sort of briefly talked about this in past things but what do you know about the making of the background of this movie do you know anything about red notice okay absolutely zero i didn't know anything about it the only thing that I did know was I saw half of a commercial that was, okay. you know, like it was a commercial when something else was on TV yep. and The Rock was like, our new movie, Red Notice, comes out like this day, which I guess it was yesterday, right? And um, I thought that it was going to be released in theaters. It was in some theaters last week, I guess, okay. to qualify it for Oscars, whatever. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, so I thought it was like, okay, like he said that. And it wasn't even really, like, I don't think it was even, like, a commercial. It was, like, him being, like, the rock running promo for the movie that had scenes of the movie, not an, like, actual trailer. Okay. So this movie was originally supposed to come out in theaters under Universal. Okay. But Netflix bought the streaming rights for a lot of money. I don't know. The budget of this movie is $200 million. That's insane. So it's the most expensive movie that Netflix has ever made. Really? Okay. The Rock, or Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot each reportedly earned at least $20 million for this. Insane. It's written, produced, and directed by this guy, Rawson Marshall Thurber, a name I'm like, I've never seen that name before, but directed Skyscraper, the, okay. uh, the Dwayne Johnson movie, Central yeah. Intelligence, the Dwayne Johnson, yep. Kevin Hart movie dodgeball and we're the millers so this guy has been around he's done comedy fairly big things comedies and now into the dwayne johnson action oeuvre right yeah 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 we've also hinted at this but there is there seems to be a backlash to this movie have you seen that have you heard about that or you just sort of know that from uh the fact that they're not really promoting a movie that costs 200 million dollars to make I said that to you, that I thought it yep. was interesting that I saw one trailer like a week ago, and then there's been no promotion since. I didn't know if that played into it not being in theaters and just being streaming on Netflix, because I think that I made this argument when we were talking about why The Last Man just, you know, to other people, yep. that, like, Netflix does really good at promoting their own stuff when you open Netflix – 
I opened it yesterday. Red Notice was big, huge, first yep. thing you see. So yep. I was like, okay, so maybe they don't need to run promo because they know people have Netflix. And like once you open it, they run it kind of itself. And the only things that I've heard are like from an extension like you or my friend Matt saying that like people are saying the reviews of this movie are pretty bad. Yes. Netflix is a weird beast. They promote some stuff when it's like award stuff or things like this they would otherwise, I think, largely promote. But for everything else, they're just like, hey, we're going to just see if people find it. And then what people find, what people start watching, then we're going to push that. We're going to really crank up the algorithm there. But the same thing as you. I opened Netflix last night and Red Notice right there. I don't even have to scroll down. Just hit A and it just goes, right? Yeah, one button. Like I opened Netflix. It was like, watch Red Notice, click play. That was it. So I'm looking at... You know, it's got a Metacritic score in the 30s. It's got, you know, it seems like the audience scores, like what people like, just regular viewers are, they don't love this movie, but they like this movie more than critics. And I'm like looking through critics' reviews, and it seems like, and I think that this is both fair and unfair for this movie, it feels like the reason people, or people being critics, hate this movie is because this is like one of the ones they have chosen to express their dismay at what Hollywood has become, if that makes sense. Oh. That they're like, there's just a string of generic action movies with, we don't have movie stars anymore, nothing is interesting, and so every review on so Letterboxd... So it's kind of like a meta review, like a... Yeah. Okay, that's stupid. I think so. Yeah, okay. and it's not fair to Red Notice. I mean, this movie is not the best movie I've ever seen. It's very predictable, but it is charming, it's fun, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it deserves, like, you know, four- and five-star accolades from these critics, but, like, people are giving this, you know, esteemed both, you know, letterbox critics, like, but people who write for, like, serious production, serious publications or whatever, yeah. are giving it, like, one star. And I'm like, that feels, like, so overly harsh for a movie that's, like, yeah, I've seen this kind of movie before, but, like, it's fun, right? When I was describing it to my friends, because, you know, we had finished it, and I was like, I think you guys would really like this. If you like the Rock movies, if you like Ryan Reynolds movies, and you like Gal Gadot, they're playing their characters that they play in every movie. And I think that's part of what the issue that these people have is, like, these three movie stars specifically play the same character in every movie, which, if you like that, it's fun. Exactly. If you want range... (laughs) It's frustrating. I understand that. But yes, it's there's nothing hidden here. It's no. kind of a little Indiana Jones. It's a little Ocean's Eleven. Yep. It's a little this. It's a little that. It's not as necessarily fresh or original as good as any of those. But if you like these three actors, you get what you, you came for. You get exactly – that's what I said. It's, it's exactly what you'd expect, and that's not a bad thing. Th- this is a blockbuster movie. How is this different than any other blockbuster movies? I get now we're in a world where, like, you know – Things like Marvel do yeah. try to do creative, interesting things, but at the end of the day, you know what a Marvel movie is going to be too, right? Like, mm-hmm. you generally get the sense of what it's going to be. And we were just talking about this, like we saw um, Dune recently, and you have what's his name, Jason Momoa in it, and he's playing the same character and yep. everything that he does too. It's always called Drogo. It's always it's the same guy. So like, how is that any? different than what this is but this is like a little bit more corny a little bit more comedic it definitely is just you know like you said a little bit of indiana jones yeah but that doesn't mean it's bad so yeah i um actually pretty much really enjoyed this movie for what it was right i'm yeah. not like oh man this is the best movie of the year you don't have to see this it shouldn't win any awards 
but it was fun. And I think the other thing that we've complained about on here before is that people get mad. They're like, I can't believe they're making a 10th Fast and Furious movie. Can't they do anything original? And then here, <laughs> they do like an original IP. Again, you know, not the most original idea, but like a new thing like, hey, because they set this up like, hey, don't you want to Red Notice 2, the three yep. of them together? Yep. And then people are like, I don't want this. It's like, well, fucking pick something. <laughs> like yeah. you can't just have everything be like – $200 million invented. Like, everything can't be a Christopher Nolan movie, which, by the way, people complain about those, too. So, yes. like, everybody just whines about things to whine about. If you don't want to watch Red Notice, don't watch Red Notice. But if you like these actors, if you like the Fast and Furious movies, watch Red Notice. Because you're going to enjoy like it. it. You're probably going to like it a lot, actually. Yeah. The Rock, like, Dwayne Johnson is just playing Hobbs in this movie for yeah. a while. I was as I was taking like a few notes. I was just I, I wrote down Hobbs. I'm like I can't call him Hobbs. I mean I can call him Hobbs, but like I can't call him Hobbs in my notes because like he's not Hobbs, right? It's you know he's this, this, the this Rock. Felt he's like Dwayne. Ex- he's whatever. This felt like an extension of the Hobbs. I mean, like granted, like we said, he plays the same. You know, yep. uh, I'm a cop that is kind of tied up in criminal things, and like I have to be the buff guy while somebody plays funny man against me. And like all these movies are buddy cop movies. Hobbs and Shaw was a buddy cop movie. It's the same thing yep. here, but Ryan Reynolds is like a little bit funnier and sillier than, you know, um, Jason Statham. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you like any of these things, you're going to love this movie, I think. There's things that exactly fall into that that also kind of twist, like... If you've not seen it, it's on Netflix. Go watch it if you want to watch it. If you don't care about a spoiler, whatever. But, like, at the end, when there's the, like, not very surprising reveal that The Rock has been a bad guy all along. Like, he's been working with Giselle. Yes. He's been working with Cal Gadot. So, that's the bishop. not... Bishop. There are two bishops, because there's two bishops on a chessboard, right? Yep, exactly. So, it's not surprising that this guy that we thought, that was never really fully established as, like, we never see his badge, even though Ryan Reynolds wants to see it, whatever. Yeah. It's not really surprising that he becomes – that he's not necessarily a good guy, that he's, you know, gray area or bad guy or whatever. What is surprising, though, is seeing Hobbs and Giselle kiss, and I'm just like, whoa. Like that, that's It was not... very weird. I agree. Because it's like, hey, man, it's Han's girl, right? So like, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Like I did not expect Ryan Reynolds to be the bad guy, even though at the end they're all the bad guy. Like Giselle makes sense, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, I agree. It's just there's these things that they, they play the same thing in every movie, but there's twists just like that aren't good or bad. But my brain is like, oh, to go counter the like, it's the same character every time. Ryan Reynolds is always like the bad guy that's actually the good guy. And yep. in this one, he's like a good guy that is actually a bad guy. So I was like, OK, cool. That's something a little bit different, like a, a, a tiny spin on what they're doing and still giving people the audience exactly what they want from the characters anyways so yeah did you think that in this movie it seemed to me very apparent that gal gadot was having the most fun in a movie i've seen her have she seemed to be having a lot of fun i mean she's uh, yes for sure did it seem because she was like she was like giggly and like she was like overacting it to be like a more flamboyant character like singing like, we don't ever see her, like, she's not like an actress that I'd be like, oh, yes. yeah, she has, like, a weird singing part. And it's, like, not really good singing. She just was, like, having fun. Even though Ryan Reynolds says she's such a good singer. Yeah, exactly. But, like, 
It's really not. She's not like you know doing like a musical number in a film. It's just like right. she's just singing because it's just like a stupid character thing. Yeah, singing downtown, which is a song from the TV. Well, not from, but like a featured on the TV show Lost, which is sort oh, of yeah, a fast right. action, at least to us. But yeah, no, I think because like number one, she's getting paid. Number paid. two, it's a fun, silly movie. Yep. Number three, she's working with people that she's probably worked with before. At least you know she's worked with Dwayne Johnson before a couple. Yep. Of, so. When I was looking at IMDb for trivia last night, which is, you know, I pulled some of the, like, the facts and figures from there, and I have one other thing that I'm going to share that I shared with you last night, but I'm like, oh, there's going to be, like, four pieces of trivia because, like, it's a brand new movie. Like, what's it's what's they're talking new. about? Yes. And there were, like, 30 things. I'm like, whoa, okay. And, like, all of them are like, this is the fourth time that Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot have worked <laughs> together. The other three are Fast Five, Fast and Furious 6. I'm like, yeah, but I know. Or, like... All God. three of them have been uh, in the Fast and Furious. It's like, yeah, I know. Or all three of them have been superheroes. It's like, yeah, I know. Like, we get that. <laughs> like, these aren't trivia. This is just, like, people just Facts. trying to submit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So she's getting paid. She's worked with these people before. She's – it's a fun, silly movie. She, it doesn't seem super – like, she, of the three roles, she's on screen the least, I think. So she probably has less to do. So just, yep. you know, when she's on there, just, like, ham it up. She gets to be sexy and cunning and whatever and – yeah, it's just why why would you not want to be in that part, right? Like it just seems like yeah, I'll take 20 million dollars to be myself and like be beautiful and cool and fun and you know whatever. I that's what I'm saying. Like there's nothing that I see this is definitely like we talk about a lot that like people make like passion projects and stuff like that or like this is like what this person wanted to do. This seems like the perfect movie for what these guys want to do, right? If you're like already Wonder Woman and Giselle you know what I mean? And been in all these movies. And then you get to do like a fun, silly action movie. Yeah. You're like, fuck yeah. And the, the Rock has been making these movies forever. And Ryan Reynolds plays this character in a lot of things. So like, yeah, it, I'm sure that they were like, I get to hang out and do this and get paid $20 million. Like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Because there's this thing, you know, so the other trivia that was crazy was that considered for a part, and I don't know what part this would be. I guess it would depend on who it was. But Tom Cruise... Nicholas Cage and Keanu Reeves. This is that the verbatim the entire wow. trivia, which I have done podcasts on all three of them, were all considered for a part. Nicholas Cage was nominated by Dwayne Johnson. So I would assume that Nicholas Cage will play Soto Voce, the like bad guy played by who, Christian Diamantopoulos. Yeah, who is Trace Comas from mm -hmm. from um what's it called? Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Yeah. And he also played, I think, Mo in the new Three Stooges. So like he's got a weird career, but like I can see that as a cage role. I can kind of see that as a Keanu role, but I don't think Cruz, I mean, I guess Cruz, I don't know. It feels like Cruz would have to be one of the, like, maybe the Ryan Reynolds part, but that doesn't fit. Yeah, because he never plays bad. Cruz never plays bad guy. He plays bad a couple times. He would need to have, like, a bigger role. You're right, because it's not, because I could definitely see it being Nicolas Cage. I can kind of see it being Keanu. I cannot see crews not being like ryan reynolds or even the rock right like right so that's so that's why i bring this up now because i think what mike and i learned in doing those shows is that as keanu got older he was like i'm willing to sort of be a a, a player like a side player in your thing like he's in the neon demon he's in a handful of movies recently where he's not the star yeah nicholas cage has chosen that no matter what movie he's in he would rather be the lead in a movie that like only Cage fans see than be like a side character in a movie that everybody sees. Like he played a very small part in Oliver Stone's Snowden. Um, and he was really good in that role. But like he, other than that, like he rarely plays a character that would be like on screen for this little time yeah. as he would in this. Cruz, sort of similar to Cage in a way, but like with more star power, 
has been trying desperately for the last like 10 or 15 years to get a second franchise going. Like he has Mission Impossible, yeah. which is his thing forever. But like with Jack, Jack Reacher, Reacher, with like the Mummy movie, like he's trying to find something that he can like franchise that he can not coast on, but be like, okay, I'm going to make five of these movies over the next 15 years, and I'm going to make 15, 20 million dollars, and I'm going to be like, this is what I'm known for now. And I think going back to Red Notice, like that's what you were saying before, like Gal Gadot and Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds are like, hey, if this is a hit, we can do five of these movies in the yep. next 15 years, or in Netflix timeline, probably five of the next like six years, right? Yeah, yeah. But we can make $20 million. And worst case, it doesn't go over well. It's just another blip on the radar of the streaming landscape. We all got paid. We got to hang out with our friends. There's no there's no downside here. Like Nobody's going to think less of Dwayne Johnson or Ryan Reynolds or Gal Gadot if they don't like this movie. Because they if they I don't agree. like this movie, they're probably already having other issues that they're already not thinking highly of. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. there's really, I don't think, any downside here. No, I, I don't either. And we've talked about this a lot when like um, we talk about Spy Racers and stuff like that. With the new things and like streaming things coming out, we get that like you know streaming is the new wave and like yep. it still makes you know wins awards and stuff like that but in the same sense it feels kind of different than like a theatrical release like if this was a blockbuster and bombed that has a different feel than like yes. this just came yes. on Netflix like you're absolutely right nobody's going to judge them if this movie doesn't do well cuz it's be like oh it was a movie that just came out on Netflix like right it wasn't like promoted at the, you know, there was no Super Bowl commercials for Red Notice. Right. Which I think is also why people are annoyed, which I don't think they should be, but it's just like Netflix is like, okay, star plus star plus heist plus blah, blah, blah equals success, question mark. And they just do that, right? And it's just like, yeah. okay, so this didn't work. So, okay, so let's grab, uh, we're going to take Jason Statham, we're going to take um, Vin Diesel, and we're going to take uh, Natalie Emanuel, and we're going to throw them in, like, the jungle or whatever. Just like, well, <laughs> you just tried that. But, like, maybe that'll work, right? And, like, they just do that, and everybody's doing that. It's just like, how do we get the next thing that people are going to talk about for, like, a single week, right? Because Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that they're going to make another one of these? No, I don't think so. I think that the critical reception to it is, I mean, unless, because in the last, like, two months, Netflix has started releasing viewer numbers for the first oh. time ever. Like, okay. they have been so secretive. And, like, once every, like, two years, they'd be like, 90 million people watch Bird Box. It's like, whoa, okay, cool. Like, they would put out, like, a like a list of, like, their 10 most. But, like, recently, and I think it's because they're trying to prove to investors or whatever that, like, hey, we're actually pretty successful. Yeah. Um, they started doing that. So if this is a wild success, we will know. And they'll be like, okay, cool, we're going to do a second one. Because that sets it up for, like, the three of them together. I'm guessing it costs too much money. The critical backlash is too much so that unless, like – hundreds of millions of houses watch it this weekend or whatever. Yeah. There's just like, they can try something else that's cheaper and just with like, you know, the same kind of upside or whatever. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I think, I don't know. I have no idea for sure. Yeah. The, the budget's huge. So guessing that the budget would have to go up or at least stay the same. They yeah. have to get their $200 yeah. million dollars back somehow. Right. So, and then, you know, even though they set it up as the three of them together, you've probably bring in a fourth big star. That's also yep. going to cost more money. And yep. But in terms of, like, I was trying not to watch this, like, I don't know that the, the characters, I mean, even though he's playing Hobbs, I don't know that the characters really necessarily cross over, but there are a lot of things that, I mean, we've done 200 of these, like, there's a lot of things we've talked about, but, like, a lot of the things that we talk about in the Fast and Furious movies also pop up here as well. Yeah, I actually saw a lot of Fast Nexions, but, I mean, it's, you know, a blockbuster action movie, yeah. so <laughs> there's a lot of crossover there, and right. you have three characters that have been in the movies, so it's like, 
it's pretty easy. But yes, it it had a very Fast and the Furious kind of feel to it. Just yeah. like the way it was shot, the pace of it, the the everything. There was even like some some family parts, you know. Sure. I could imagine this as a like Hobbs backstory origin story, right? Hobbs and Locke. This is actually so you know when they're in the diner and Hobbs and Shaw, and he's like, "Remember those? Remember all those times we hung out? Like this could just be one of those times, right? Like this is a prequel yes. to like Hobbs and Shaw." Yeah, and he could be like double quadruple crossing. Yeah. Uh, Gal and mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds and be like, I was actually a cop the whole time, you know? Like, yeah. I'm part of the DSS that nobody knows about, Mr. Nobody. Like, it it could work. You could just keep writing in more reveals. Yeah. Literally, the title might have might as well have been mentioned in a Fast and Furious thing, because Red Notice is the highest wanted level from Interpol, a.k.a. Yep. family status, basically, right? Where they're like, you know, the 10 most wanted, and she's a, Not you know, 11. a 10 or whatever. Yeah. So the family is basically Red Notice status- Always. What it is. There is like car chases in this, you know, the rock steals a Porsche, which and then he kicks on the DC Boys <laughs> yeah. sabotage, which like feels like when Star Trek did that twelve years ago, it's like, oh that's kinda cool. And then here just like okay. But then what I did like <laughs> is that he immediately gets T boned by a gelato truck, just like, oh okay. yes. Yeah. That's a nice that's a nice twist on that. And there was lots of like um globe jumping here that yeah. and mm-hmm. it would start out just like like Rome. Fast and the Furious, like yep. London, just they just keep going through the whole thing. Russia, Fast and Furious. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, most of this movie was shot in Georgia, like the state Georgia, not the country Georgia. So, like, shout out to Georgia for being this diverse. I mean, like, we talked about, like, on Lost, like, almost all of Lost was shot in Hawaii. So, yeah. like, talented production designers and scouts could, like, you know, location scouts and whatever can make a single place look like a lot of things. But, like... They didn't shoot everything in Georgia, but for most of this to be shot there, it's like, yeah, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's like the new thing. I think that Georgia and like Atlanta plays like yep. a lot of you know cities, and because you can get like swamp and forest and all these things in yeah. one general area, so good yep. for them. Also, Fast and Furious when they get shipped to the Russian prison, which I'm not sure why they go there, but whatever. Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds become cellmates, so it's not exactly across the hall yep. like Hobbs and Shaw, but it's even closer. Just like, oh, okay, so this yep. is we get the same enough. thing. Yep. Cool. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, the rock in prison again, and like, yep. And he's a cop. He's a cop in prison, and you're like, yep, that's. I've seen this before. Doesn't mean it's bad. Just seen it, and it's still enjoyable. And then this is where, when they're in prison, this is when we get our where we're introduced to Gal Gadot, and I think this goes back like this is. I don't think she's ever having more fun than here when she's in that like. The, ha- the, the episode I just watched this morning of Seinfeld, where George has the $8,000 hat that Elaine buys for him with the J. Peterman company yes. credit card. Oh, she's yes, wearing the, that, the... and she's got, like, the big, long boots <laughs> and just, like, delighting in her, like, lording power over them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a blast, an absolute blast. But before, when they're, like, when La- sorry, when Ryan Reynolds and The Rock are, like, chasing each other around, I really enjoyed that both of them had their own alcohol placement product placement Wait, is Terramana in here? I saw Aviation Gin. I did not see Terramana. Yes, when he like right after the when he's waiting to catch the flight when she's like you're I looked you up. You're not a cop. And he's sitting there like he has the Air Italia tickets. He's waiting to board the flight to leave. Yes. He's like I'm going okay. home. Like he's drinking Terramana in the lounge. Okay, because I was I was surprised that we got Aviation Gin, but no Terramana. But I guess if it, you caught the Terramana, like I know he's yes. drinking clear liquids, but I just didn't see the bottle. So okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, so they both got their own liquor placements, and they're like one scene after the other, right next to each other. But like, Perfect. I like that they they were like, okay, we got to get our booze in here. 
and like check you know it felt like very checklisty but corny and fun for this kind of movie right like i wouldn't yeah. expect it not to be in this movie so right go ahead do it it's okay right um one thing that i did actually genuinely like about this movie is that I feel like not enough movies, and maybe just because it's it's still relatively new tech, but they they worked in deep fakes in a way yes. that made organic sense. And I'm like, yeah, like we talk about deep faking in the creation of movies, like de aging or up aging or whatever yep. actors, but like to actually use deep fake technology in the story, I was like, oh, that we should see more often. Like it's the it's Facial the Mission Impossible mask, yep, 21st century or whatever. I agree. Like, one of the problems we had with some of these movies that we watched, some of the Fast and Furious movies, is like, what are they trying to get? And it's just like, a thing, right? And like, oh, granted, yeah. Yes. Good granted, point. They're, they're trying to, like, just find Cleopatra's eggs. But that's very clear. You know, they, you know, exactly. And we know there's three of them and one is missing. We know there's three. There's one missing. We know that there's a bot. Like, it's okay. We're getting these things. But the way that they get them and, like, trying to circumvent facial recognition which is a real thing circumvent fingerprints circumvent yep, like yep. all of these things i was like oh this tracks very logic like very logically like it might be silly the way they do it but at the same time it's like we need to get pat like his vault you can only open it with his face and his voice so like they use the deep fake thing you know like a lot of times i'm like cause they're just like we're doing a thing to do a thing and this is how we do it we're gonna use magnets and it's like okay i guess those two things work but that's right. not but this is, like, very direct. Yes. Like, the Fast and Furious is like, hey, we're, we have these four or five action stunts we need to link together yes. through some kind of nonsense story. And here it's like, okay, no, we have the story. And, like, how can we kind of, like – because there's no – I don't think there's a single action scene in this movie that I'll remember in, like, even two weeks. Like, the, the best one is maybe when they steal, like, the old, like, Nazi yes, Mercedes Yes, I'll Benz, remember right? that. I agree. But that yeah. just feels like a knockoff Indiana Jones, which isn't it's, like a bad thing. But it's just, <laughs> again, like, yep. There's nothing here where it's like, oh, my God, they jumped a car from one building to another building and into a third building. Like, it's like – there's not that, but it's like, oh yeah, they're just like they're beating each other up. Yeah, and it doesn't really need that. It's just like, okay, like that's just how it worked. So yeah, they also do the Hobbs and Shaw electric uh, electrocution. Yes, they're not they getting do. shocked together. This is a more traditional like, you know, I'm gonna torture him, so you tell us the thing. But again, they're both tied up. Hobbs and a character or an actor who was in Hobbs and Shaw are tied up and electrocuted. <laughs> yep. Just like, oh, okay, yes. Does does Dwayne Johnson have like a uh, a shocking, like, shock me fetish or something that he has to do this in two movies in a row, I mean, essentially, now? even in this one, you know, he, she electroshocks his balls, right? Even though we find out later she did that to sneak in the key to blah, 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 blah. Yes. Even though we've seen, like, they're getting shocked. We later find out that Gal Gadot slipped Dwayne Johnson the key so that he could escape, but... We've seen him in other movies just, like, break handcuffs with his <laughs> yeah. strength. Like, I thought that's what he did and, like, didn't Same. want to admit it or whatever. And, like, there was just, like, this whole, like, other – it's like, oh. You know, we're always, like, show, don't explain. And sometimes, like, a movie, especially, like, these, like, big-budget action movies will be like, and this is how we did it, right? And you're like, okay. Or, like, it'll have plot holes. Like like you said, like, maybe he could just break out of handcuffs. So, like, he's the guy that just does that. And yeah, we're like totally okay with it. I kind of enjoyed that they were like, "Hey, if you did see any plot holes, we have an answer for them." You know, <laughs> like yeah. it was like, "Okay, that's just pretty respectable. I like that." It was like, "No, no, no." She actually handed him the key. That's how he got out of it. And you're like, like he could just broke out of them, but like I, I respect that you put in the thought and effort to show us that like, no, that there was a real reason that this happened. 
there's a thing that movies do that not necessarily can make or break a movie, but can break a movie. Like, when I saw the number 23, that Jim Carrey, like, psychological thriller from, yes, like, the 2000s, yes, yes. Yeah. that movie I remember hating because it's like, okay, there's some weird thing going on. And then, like, with 20 minutes left, it's like, spoilers for that movie, don't watch it. It's like, oh, it was him the whole time. And, like, there's, like, a 10-minute, like... Oh, let's flash back to every scene in the movie and yep. show you what it was like. It's just like I don't need to see all of this. Like, just trust yeah. me a little bit. But here, it's done tastefully is probably the wrong word. But it's just like here's the scenes. Like you know, Dwayne Johnson pointing the gun at Ryan Reynolds and he's like asking for his badge and he's just like, well, I'm not really whatever. I can't show you the badge. Or it's just like, oh Maybe right, like, we did guy. see this. Yeah, and they do it like in thirty seconds. Yeah, and you're like, okay, yep, that makes sense. Cool, thank you. Yeah. That was good. Like, that that feeling I kind of had, or, like, the thing I've seen in other movies, like, yeah, okay, they did it here. Cool. <laughs> totally fine by me. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds also mentions a Mr. Nobody. He who does. for Hitler. I have that, too. Yeah. It's it's Hitler's, the guy that for the, that has the bunker. Yep. He calls him Hitler's Mr. No- There's so much, like, Fast and the Furious woven in this movie. Just, I get that. Mr. Nobody is not, like, a trademarked yeah. thing, right? Cause that, but I've, I don't know that I've ever heard a Mr. Nobody as a name for a person. That's just, like, some nobody or whatever. Or, like, Hitler's yeah. art critic. But saying, like, Hitler's Mr. Nobody, his <laughs> art... It's just, like... Yeah. I say agree. What? The forgotten Mr. Nobody. And you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, it could definitely have just been, you know, Kurt Russell, for sure. Yeah. And there's also, like, when they get to this place where it's, again, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, where there's, like, the Ark of the Covenant, whatever, and there's all these different things. Ryan Reynolds is like, oh, my God, there's this card that there's only one of four in the world. It's just like, oh, so it's the end of Fast Five. It's just there's only four in the Western Hemisphere or whatever. It's just like, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. (laughs) But what I loved about that, I never saw before. Have you seen cars, like, the crank to start on the front? Yeah, yeah, that's, like, the old, a really old. That's how it used to work. An old timey, yeah, thing. Okay, because I was—I'd never seen that before. Yeah, it's—it was cool. It was cool that it was an old Mercedes. It's cool that it was Hitler's car. It was cool that they drove it right because, like, once they put the car there, you're like, you're gonna fucking drive this thing, right? Right. Like, you have to. So yeah, Yeah, because especially they're like, it's bulletproof and it can go this fast. It's like, (laughs) oh, okay, so they're gonna drive it very fast and like get shot at. Okay, got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a. There's a lot of alley oops in this movie. It's like, yeah for very like it's very gentle on the viewer in the sense that they're like we're gonna tell you exactly what's about to happen and you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like yep that's what happened yep. and it was still fun so and they're not like mammoth slam dunks it's just like yeah but the ball went in the hoop so okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> exactly like that's that's what i'm saying i i can't find anything bad to say about this movie because it's just like yeah this is exactly what i was expecting like the like you said, it's bulletproof. It goes really fast. The car is parked right here. There's a hole. They sealed up the the shaft of the mine entrances, but they're really huge. Like, yep. okay, I know where we're going with this. Yep. They escape, and basically the thing was, there's these three eggs. They know where two are. They have to steal the two, and then Ryan Reynolds knows where the third is. They're going to steal this thing, whatever. And when there's they get this- them... They the can sell them to the. Yes. They can sell them to this Egyptian billionaire for his daughter Cleopatra, and they'll get three hundred million dollars. Correct. And so they do that, but then Ryan Reynolds backstabs and betrays them, and sets them up like, "Hey, I got this even bigger heist, but you have to help me now, otherwise they're going to get turned over." And so that's how the movie ends, right? But it builds up to. It doesn't build up to, but in my mind, builds up to this thing, and I'm like, "Whoa, okay." Do you know what I'm talking about? Where the one thing I'm like, I can't believe they said that in this movie. Is it a joke, like a throwaway yeah. joke? Okay, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Go ahead. So this this kind of it, it can it connects two things 
So one thread we have not talked about is that this is, but we talked about in other things, is this is a movie where characters reference other movies, which we were talking yes. about. Like, yeah. it's surprising that it doesn't happen more often, but it happens again in Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' things, like in Deadpool, in Hobbs, Hobbs and, Shaw, and Shaw, talking about Game of Thrones, yep, whatever, yep. right? But they talk about Jurassic Park for like yes. a while. Yeah. They talk about Pulp. He like references, like, no, this is the Watchmen Pulp Fiction. Like, yeah. Just like, okay. And then. Go ahead. In both a third of that and also a fast connection, they take a shot about like it's worse than Vin Diesel's audition tape for Cats. And I is was like, "Is that a real thing?" I don't know, but but in a Dwayne Johnson movie to take a shot at Vin Diesel, even like a lighthearted yes. jab about like where the joke is also about the movie being bad, Cats being bad. Like, I'm like, oh, no, like, what? maybe this is real. Maybe they actually, maybe he does hate Vin Diesel. Because, you know, the, the big real-life drama that we're trying to figure out if it's real-life yes. drama or just manufactured wrestling promotion is whether or not Vin and Dwayne hate each other. And so for in a Dwayne Johnson movie that is a high-budget, like, if all things go well, this movie makes a billion dollars or is seen, it's the Netflix's most successful thing, whatever, to basically end, like, the final joke of your movie yes. is taking a shot at Vin Diesel. It's like, whoa, it feels, okay. It, it definitely feels weird, especially coming off the news that we had this week of yes. Vin posting the Instagram thing being like, we need to get over this and, like... You know, I'll be the bigger, the bigger man here and stuff like that, because it was a thought choice. Yeah. This wasn't yeah. just because we definitely get some. You're right. We get some other movie references and stuff like that. But like to specifically call out Vin Diesel's audition tape for something. Because like you can make fun of Tyrese. You can make fun of Ludacris. Oh, you yeah. can make fun of anybody in the Fast and Furious. But taking a shot at the king, at the father figure, <laughs> yes. right, is like. You know what you're doing. In a movie that's essentially a Fast and the Furious movie. Yes. Like, very, very same tone, play, everything is very interesting. Crazy. It it just felt weird, man. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this made me feel like it might be a little bit more real than we were leading on to believe. Yes. In a very, very quick one-line jab, just, But there's no way... That he doesn't know about this already. That Vin doesn't know that this, oh, this yeah. line was said in a Dwayne Johnson movie. Oh, for sure. And maybe <laughs> maybe he loves it. Maybe he's good-spirited about it. But it seems like, based on the way that they've – everything since Vin's supposed walk-off of the set of Fate of the Furious, seems like he's not going to take this in stride. No. Again, but the timing is so weird when he just yes. posted the Instagram thing to yes. him. Like, it almost feels like he knew it was in the movie and, the, like – Maybe it's, it's – it's almost like – Hey, I know you're going around talking shit. If you man up, though, I'd yeah. love to have you back. Just grow up and stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, like he had he had to have found out about this beforehand because the timing is just too weird. Or it's underhandedly he's about to get a lot of attention in the press because he's got a new movie oh. coming out. Here's a little steal, a little bit of the spotlight by like taking him down a peg and sort of because you know Vin Diesel has done a ton of things, but he doesn't have like a project coming out this weekend or whatever, right? So like, no, F10 is the next thing. Right. Any other notes that you have? Any other thoughts about Red Notice before we play a couple games? It starts out in what looks like Jonah's garage from Hobbs and Shaw, by the way. Like when they're like making a fake egg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 3D printing the egg. Yeah. Yeah. The 3D printing the egg. Just like everything about it just felt like very Jonah's garage. And the other last thing was, oh, he was like, when they have the like, you know, my dad stole the watch. But then later the rock comes by and it's like, my dad was a con man. 
and like you know left me when i was 13 and all this stuff that's like literally the same story that he tells in hobson shaw about yes. his dad your dad was a cop so you became a crook my dad was a crook so i became a cop or not so different it's like yeah you're that's just hobbs right so. it's, yeah yeah because like he he yes because like when he goes to jonah he's like i was never here because like my dad was a crook and like i became a cop and you're like yeah that's the exact same story yep but. there is one other line that i like so when there's like the elaborate we talked about before with the deep fakes and the the voice changing and the thumbprint and whatever where, where Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds are trying to break into this like highly secured vault that Soto Voce has that's the yes. Chris Dimantopoulos role and they go in there and just while when they get in there Gal Gadot's already in there she's like hey guys and she's like you know there's another way you could have gotten here but like I don't think you have it in you or whatever I'm like oh she's like you know flirting or sex stuff or whatever and then we find out later that she had just like secretly partnered with Soto Voce and like she knew that they were going to steal it or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yep. okay, cool. And then when we find out that she's actually betraying him too, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds says, and this one maybe my favorite line in the movie, She, uh, he's saying to Christine Mantopoulos, to Soto Voce, she's a hard 10, talking about gal's yes. beauty, and you look like a muscular toddler. And <laughs> yes. I'm like, pretty good. All, all, I mean, I don't know who writes for Ryan Reynolds or if he writes his comedy stuff, but like, all of these, like, you look like a muscular toddler, and, like, yeah. the it's the it's the watch from Pulp Fiction. Like, they're always just, like, really funny. Like, they hit really well yeah. for me. Yeah. They always work. Like, it's it's silly. It seems realistic. It's something, like, I could feel like my friends would say. So, yeah, it feels natural. This movie also gave me, like, my new ultimate dream, which is just to watch TV with Gal Gadot in sweatpants on a couch in oh, a beautifully God. furnished apartment. Even though, like... Italian TV. Yeah. Even well, though, like, the... croissants. The books, yes, yes, yes. I had that eating breakfast, yes. <laughs> uh, but like, even though like the the books are just like great rock covers, it's like that's the name of the book that you have next to your TV. Cool. Like, thank you for being so specific in your set decoration. But still, in a beautifully furnished Italian apartment, eating breakfast with Gal Gadot and sweatpants, like that seems like yeah, that's top tier. Number one. Dream. All right, let's watch the trailer for Red Notice, posted by Netflix a couple weeks ago, has three million views. Red Notice official trailer, Netflix. And tell me when you're ready. Three, two, one, play. Nolan the movie also obviously looks beautiful, but the there are like a lot of, did you notice any scenes where just like, that feels green screened in a way that yeah. I don't know why it would be green screened. Yep. Hartley. I think so. Okay, so that was a scene where there's the aviation gin, but you're saying before this at the Terramana tequila. So there's the aviation gin in the background. No, after that. Oh, after that. Okay, cool. Lady with the red hat from the tape. Yeah, when when she when like the the Italian police officer woman comes to arrest him in the airport. Oh, and drops the egg. Yeah. This also feels like the easiest movie in the world. Hello, boys. Look at her, having so much fun. Looks like the easiest movie in the world to sell. Just like, hey, you like these three people? Yep. Here's some fun music. Here's some beautiful locations. Yep. Oh, here. That, in that, that. In that. Yes, yeah, in that. Okay. Bye-bye, Jim John Hartley. Red Notice. She's going to steal Cleopatra. You know, the movie does one thing that I really appreciate that I think we've talked about in different ways, but when they're at the masquerade party, which is where they're stealing the, the second egg, yeah. Dwayne Johnson has a masquerade mask on, right? Yes. And he takes it off, and Gal Gadot's like, oh, thank God you took it off. Like, I didn't know who you were under it. It's like, yeah, nobody looks like him. Yes. So, like, I like that they, like, took the piss out of that just like yeah of course like it just he's 6'5 and like 280 pure muscle it's like yeah you don't like you're not hiding so whatever I just thought that was very funny I agree I liked it a lot 
Hmm. Yeah, that and, and him being like, Gow, you look awful. You know, oh, like this I laughed very hard at. I'm glad I didn't see the trailer because I, I was just like, the yeah, elbow just, bump? perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you look awful. Like you're saying it was great. This is a fun trailer. I mean, it ruins everything, but this yeah. is a movie that you couldn't really ruin anyways. Five second rule. <laughs> So much guns. Oh, when he's making fun of him with the jacket, and he's like, there's a very naked cow right now. This ain't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah, you see this trailer, you're like, I have to see this movie. Yes! Yeah, you're like, yep, I I definitely imagined all of this would happen, and I'm still happy about it. Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds almost gets the fuck, and then actually gets the fuck. Yes, he gets. He almost gets the fuck a few times, and yeah. then, like, near the end, they, like, let him have the one. It's unfair that that movie get, is, is seems to be the object of scorn for so many people, but, like, if if this is what is going to inspire better movie-making, cool. But, like, don't take that out of Red Notice. Watch Red Notice. <laughs> yeah, I agree 100%. Red Notice didn't deserve this, for no. sure. It's just a happy, fun movie. Like, of all the things, like, we have lots of problems with a lot of things. Yeah. We definitely do. But, like, Red Notice is what they took it out on? Like, come on, yeah. guys. And that's the thing, like, I know that I'm overly critical of things or, like, too critical. Like, I, I don't turn my brain off and just enjoy things. But, like, there's something like this where I'm just like, like, why why this? Like, why this one? Like, explain to me, like, why specifically this is, like, the worst movie of the year. And I don't think you can. It's just, like, I've seen this before. It's like, yeah, cool. I've seen actively bad movies this year. Like, get over Yeah. That's the part that I have the most problem with. It's like, did you look at the lineup? in this trailer and go like, oh, I'm ready for something new and exciting. <laughs> you know, like, like if you, if you came into this thinking that you were going to get something new and different and, and like fantastic, that's yeah. your own fault. Even down to the fact that like they use that Tupac remix in the trailer, which was used, I think that exact version in like one of the big scenes in Django Unchained where like Jimmy Fox is shooting at the house. It's like yeah. nothing here. Like you've seen this before recently too. Who yeah. gives a shit? Just come watch beautiful people have fun. It's like, yeah, fine. Cool. It's like going, going to like get some fast food and being like, that really sucked. And you're like, yeah, that's the, it you happened. paid $3 for a cheeseburger. What <laughs> yeah. did you expect? Exactly. That's yeah, man. Oh, Adapter. I'm so sorry that we we gave you a $200 million budget movie on your TV at home that you didn't have to leave for yeah. and you could turn off at any point. Like, so sorry that it bothered you so much. <laughs> exactly. We'll never deliver fun again. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So now here is the, the wildest thing because this is updating in real time the letterbox game. Oh. So for reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road has been seen by 928,000 people. Yeah, so I refreshed and it went up a thousand people since <laughs> we started this episode. Jesus, and it went up a thousand people since I when I was watching the movie last night. So Red Notice, directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber, starring Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, has been seen by how many people? It's brand new. It's on Netflix. It's easy to access. I gotta go thirty-eight thousand. Too high. Okay. It's okay, very so new. 
I know, but it came, it was like Friday night, so I guess people were watching it this morning already. 17,000. Still too high, but you're much closer. One more guess. 15,000. 12,502. It was like last night when I watched it, it was like 6,200. And then by the time I finished, it was like at 7,000. So it's, you know, people are waking up and watching it or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I also did Friday night things. I expected like, you know, it's to creep up this morning and like last night would have been a lot of them. So now out of those 12,502, how many have it in their top four? Almost exclusively people were like, these are my four recent favorite movies. How many people have this in their top four? Oh, so it's greater than zero. Yeah, it's a, it's a number. We can play the game. Three? It was three last night. It's a high, number higher than three now. Four. A little bit higher. A little bit higher. Five. Seven people. Seven people have this in their top four, including uh, t- at least two bot accounts. There's Slot Online and Slot Online Indonesia, which both have... <laughs> Just four brand new movies in their top four, which we're just not going to do that. We're going to go to Ines, and we're see what you can play. She said, God, I love this. Five stars. Okay. I This is – it's tough, but, like, I don't want to just play, like, the four biggest movies recently. Um, Actually, let's see. Hold on. Let me see if there's a better person we can do. All right. We'll play, we'll play this one. This is Ash Loves Films at Ash Loves Films. The last film is where I put my most recent favorite because it rotates so often. So Red okay. Nose is in our number four slot. But our top three are all horror movies. Okay, the first two movies. are in the same, I don't know if I'd call it a franchise, but I'd call it a series. And then the third one is the first in an ongoing franchise with a new one coming out early next year, which is a huge hint. Three horror movies. Not Halloween, because Halloween just had one come out. Correct. Scream. But Halloween, Scream. yes. Yes. Scream number Has three. A new one third coming favorite out movie. Soon. Yes. Yeah. Also called Scream. Yes. Confusingly. True. It's rebooting. It's yes. New engine, no, I don't, it's parts. not rebooting. It's the same. It's the same actors. It's just it's soft rebooting, if anything. But it's still that's, like that's it's what I mean. Still new Sydney engine, Prescott. same parts. The mm-hmm. it's fast and mm-hmm. fast and furious for sure. So the first two, you could probably guess, it's a series of two movies, and she has both of them in her top two. I don't like these movies, but a lot of people do. I would guess that you and or Rachel, if you've seen them, would have really liked them. I think it, it, and it chapter two. Yep. That's what I thought. I did like it. We we did see them. We did like them. Yes, that makes sense. So it it chapter two, scream and red notice. So thank you, Ash. Love films. It's hard. To, it was, you know, the other one, like the the slot online Indonesia, was like Shang Chi and No Time to Die and Venom. Let there be carnage in this movie. Just like oh, four huge movies from the last month. Got it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, robot. Yes. But that was red notice. That was good. I did good on the fucking uh, letterbox game again. Again. You sure did. Yeah. yeah, I've been. I'm on a hot streak, so I'll go cold real soon. So this episode, probably this episode, yeah. will be out today as we record this Saturday the 13th. So Tuesday for everyone will be the tune up relab recap. Monday for patrons at twofasttwofever.com will be that same episode a little bit early. They just got a bonus episode two days ago of Hot Rod, Andy Sandberg's Hot Rod. Ooh. And next week the what is that the 23rd. The Fast and Furious Lap 10, kicking off Lap 10, which I'm not going to say the theme of because you need to listen to the tune-up. I almost spoiled it, but you got to listen to that other episode. Yeah. Or just join the Patreon at TooFastTooFever.com. Exactly. Taylor's version. Taylor's version of the- Taylor's version. Yes, that was a good tweet. I like that. I thought you did. For all things TooFastTooForever, cageclub.me, facebook.com slash TooFastTooForever, or at TooFastTooForever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family at cageclub.me, Patreon at TooFastTooForever.com, store- too fast, too forever. Shop. Come back 
in a couple days for the tune-up relap recap. Email in if you saw a red notice and you want to know. We want. I want to hear if you like this movie. If you thought this was like the end of cinema as we know it, <laughs> family at kidsclub.mh. Let us know. Yeah. And uh, you know, just keep on keeping on. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll tell you all about it. We'll see you. <laughs>